welcome to the Creative Marketing Show with your host, Rosh Sillers. to have you here. My name is Rosh and it's Monday and we have a great show for you. We're talking about really how I got uh, multiple businesses to well over into six figures. But for a lot of us who are creatives who follow my my uh, podcast as well as my videos and on the blog, we often uh, talk about developing uh, our creative brands and developing our businesses. And many of us want to make it to a six-figure mark to feel some sort of comfort and peace of mind. And so I thought I would talk about this candidly, and I have three ways in which we can do this. And so I thought I'd get into that. I would talk about it today. And one of the things that I did, I'll tell you out of the three, and actually I'm going to give you more. After I get through the first three, I have a few more ideas that have kind of added on. But the first three, the third one is social media, but not for the reason you think. So I'll, I'll get into that and why I use social media and how I use social media. Again, not for the reason you think. Now, the first thing that I did was I developed networks and partnerships. I, I, I networked really is what it comes down to. And it's not just networking, going to your local chamber of commerce, although, you know, that can be part of the process, but it's also developing partnerships. It's one of the best ways to grow a company is to find people who already have the customers that you want. And so that's what I did as I, I look for those people who already have the customers that I want and found some way I could show value by developing that partnership with them. And it's worked. It's worked really well through the years. I, I have found it to be a strong, just very practical method as I um, build a new company, try to grow an older company. And for creatives, a lot of times we're not the most... In entrepreneurs, I mean, a lot of times we have great ideas, but we don't necessarily have the sales skills or want to be involved in sales. And unfortunately, that's why so many creative people and young entrepreneurs and people starting small businesses don't make it. It's because they didn't have the sales skills or didn't want to try. And honestly, it's just about communicating. It's not the selling. Now, there is an important part of sales, which is asking for the sale. If you don't do that, you're going to have trouble with sales. You have to know how and learn how to ask. But if you can find people that can help you do that, they can help you close the sale. Maybe they have those skills. That can be a big part of developing your six-figure income. Um, and I think it's probably one of the better ways. I like to go to conferences. Um, I haven't been to one in a little while, but when I go to conferences, you know, you, you get to meet people who have tried some of the things that you've done or, or want to do, who have been successful in doing some of the things you want to do. And being able to network in that kind of way is just really beneficial 
to help grow your business. So remember, number one, it is about people. Think of all of the ways in which you can work with people to help grow your business. If you can do that, you're going to have some good quality steps in the process. Okay, number two in understanding how you get to six figures is understanding what's coming in and what's going out of your business and actually setting up a plan around it. Understanding what works and what does not and continuously reviewing that plan. And there are a few ways we can go about this. For some of us, it's pure financial, just getting our books in order. But there's for others, it's more than that. Sometimes we need to write things down regularly and say a journal and say, okay, I need to write what worked today, what didn't work, and, and then I need to go back and review this information. Understanding what is coming in, in other words, how much are you pulling in right now? How much are you spending? And then repeat that process over and over again. And actually, I have a really good story. And if you haven't heard this story, it's uh, the story is uh, Millionaires on a Boat. It's a story that I have a video on from maybe a year and a half ago. But really, what it was, was I, I went, I, I had an assignment to go out on a very large um, boat with really a bunch, literally millionaires. I mean, that's what qualified them to be on this boat into network. Now, I was there as a photographer, but I had the opportunity because it was an entire day. These folks had the opportunity to sail on a, and actually race with a very famous sailor. And uh, so in between their opportunity to race, they hung out and did what they do and just, you know, it was just a nice day out on this big luxury boat. But I got to talk to them and figure out what what was making them successful. And and really it came down to these few things. First, they found something they enjoyed, something that they loved. Well, not everybody loved it, but it really worked better if they enjoyed it. Most people said, you know, it just worked better if you really enjoy what you want to do. And then you have to learn how to make a profit with it. Once you get to that profit point, once you know, in other words, that whole first bit I was talking about, how much is coming in, how much is going out, make it profitable. Once you make something profitable once, you can then repeat it. And, and so some people had hair salons, but they had a chain. They, they learned how to build the hair salon, and they did it over and over again, and, and they built an entire, you know, franchise system sometimes or maybe multiple of their own salons another guy he just built businesses he actually bought businesses he looked and understood how to find a business that was struggling but could be recovered and he would buy it and go through and put in many of these best practices that we're talking about make it the logistics better make um, the whole process of creating whatever it is that that maybe it's a product or service he improved it all And then once he got done and made it profitable with quite often some very basic ideas 
you know, business owners sometimes just start businesses but really don't know how to run a business. And they had some good years, but ultimately it didn't last. And again, he went in, he bought it, and then he sold it. And then what did he do again? Well, he did it again. And so that was the process. And there are many people that I talked to, that was it learn their process, and as we talk about on this channel, the combination code, finding your combination, finding your unique success combination, pulling all that together, and then repeat that. Now, sometimes that's repeating it every single day. In other words, you found a great combination that day, and then you repeated it uh, the next day. For some of us, it's a little bit different than that, but it doesn't matter. The point is, you understand how to make something profitable, and then you repeat that process, whether it's creating something, doing something, repeating a day or a week or a month in a very similar fashion. In other words, the elements is part of your combination, the marketing you have to do each month, the number of people you need to connect with each month, how quickly you return the service that you provide each each day or month, whatever that is, whatever that correct combination is, keep refining it and refining it and refining it. And if you're interested in that story, the full story, uh, Millionaires on a uh, Boat or a Yacht, I believe, um, it, I think it's Millionaires on a Boat. I, I did that video a couple of years ago. And those of you who are interested in the uni unique success combination principles and ideas, uh, there is in the uh, description, if it's not now during the live stream, it will be later. It'll be there for you, and you can download that PDF if, you're, if you are interested. Okay, on to the third thing that helped me greatly uh, to grow my businesses to a third um, to, to grow my businesses to a six-figure income. And I've, and I've great, helped grow a few businesses now like that. The, the third thing was social media. And, but it's not for the reason that you think. You know, years ago, I flipped that switch for the podcast and I started blogging. And I, I, I didn't have anybody there. There's no community and but then I started building community and and I started building people who are interested and people started asking, especially in the mid 2000s, why are you giving all this information away for free? What? Why? Well, there's something I knew. And that was that search engine optimization was really important in making it really easy to find you. And I knew that was part of the process. The more people that would link to my stuff and share my stuff, even though I was giving it for, away for free, there was this kind of a link economy that was brewing that the more links and the more people shared, and it's not just the links, but it, well, it's the whole process of your brand being put out there, people talking about you, people sharing your stuff, as well as those links, it all helped my search engine optimization which ultimately helped my portfolios or my digital marketing companies to rise above the rest very easily or a lot easier, especially locally, especially locally. Because if you can develop a regional, national, or even just a regional kind of presence, hey, Shade, how you doing? Shade, how you doing? Um, we'll, uh, we're going to get into some questions in a few moments. Um, once you go through the um, process of getting yourself out there 
even at a small to medium level. It's going to help you locally tremendously. And, you know, I got to concede it's probably harder today than it was 10 years ago. But the fact is, it's still part of the process. And Google and the search engines still look for those signals today. So the three things that have been part of every single business that I have grown are the first developing partners. I think that is probably the most valuable one. Well, no, you know what? I can't say that because they're all so valuable, but developing those partnerships and networking. Two, understanding what's going in and what's going out, developing the combination that gets you to a positive cash flow, and then repeat the process and learn how to repeat that process over and over again and improve that process. And then the third thing that has worked and has been a part of every business that I've gotten to six figures or above has been search engine optimization. Now, that doesn't mean that search engine optimization, well, that would be, excuse me, social media that led to good search engine optimization. So it really was two parts to it, but the benefits of the social experiments and social that I would do, whether it was on, you know, again, a blogging, podcasting, it could be, you know, just developing a Twitter, you know, Facebook, whatever it was, you know, podcasting quite a bit. Uh, you know, that those things helped in such a great, huge amount to, to help lift those websites that made it really easy in a rather short period of time for people to find us. And I remember when I helped start a company, it's really just during the recession, um, a couple of years after the recession, a, um, a client of mine was a small digital marketing shop. And I went to him and I said, hey, I think we should grow your business. And because I'm not so sure about where photography is headed right now. And he agreed and we, we worked together. And one of the first things I did was the social element and the SEO. And within two, three months, we had a very large client that found us through the web. So... I, I, my biggest clients for photography have come through the web. I would say my biggest clients today, though, for my current digital marketing company have come through partnerships. Um, that, that probably has to do with uh, the way I've been messing around with my websites and not probably the best way, but I've been playing and experimenting so much. Um, and I've had to start all over with new domains and things like that just because I've sold some things off and just things like that. But still, you know, especially on the photo side, the uh, SEO is, is so important and the social element is. And that's why when people are asking me 10 years ago, why are you doing all this for free? That was the reason. Because it wasn't. It was feeding me very well and still does to this day. Ultimately leading to, again, book deals and speaking and all that fun stuff, as well as some teaching gigs that were a lot of fun at the university. So those are some of the things that have worked really well. Uh, other things that have worked for me as I've developed these companies. Um, those are the three things I would say if, if I had had only three things that I could do to grow a company, those would be the three main things. But you know, the self-examination part I think is really important. I mentioned journaling earlier. I think that's still really important. Being able to do that, being able to build that well-rounded day, 
that's something we've talked about before. Uh, but I, I like the journaling element because I can go back and kind of look at, especially my goals. I think goals are important, and I do go back and forth on how focused you should be on the goals. I think goals are a great direction for you to focus and, and push you out there, but I don't think you should have goals at a level that if you don't reach them, you feel like a failure. That's why I like to increase by 10, 20, 30, 50%, have a percentage goal that's more realistic, and I'll try to increase my company by 25%. Now, if I only increase my company by 20%, well, gosh, you know, that that was still a good year. I, things went well, and, and I grew. And versus saying, look, I've got to have a million dollar company, you know, so much, so big deal for these six figure companies. I need to have seven figures. Well, okay. When's that going to happen? I don't know. I don't know. You know, and, and you can certainly say this is something I want, but let's grow it at a, a rate that will compound and use the power and magic of compound interest, compounding your company to get there and have a good time along the way. Enjoy yourself along the way and not thinking yourself as a failure because you haven't made it to these super high-level goals that everybody says you need to be at. You want peace of mind right now. And, and that, that really is important. All right, in a moment, I'm going to start uh, answering questions. And if you have any questions related to growing your company, I'm more than happy to talk about that. Um, and uh, we'll get into that in just a few moments. But let me share a couple other things while, while some of that's brewing. And if any of you are on the uh, replay, which there are often many, Others, uh, watch on the replay, put your questions in the comments, and of course, make sure you watch the next videos that are popping up. Uh, at the very end of this video, there'll be some recommendations that uh, are just for you, and uh, take a look at the other videos that you may find valuable. I have over 750 of them available for you, so uh, you can uh, just put in sillers and then the topic if it's business-related, and there's probably something in there that will support you in the growth of your business, so I think that that's really important. What, you know, One of the things that I have found really helpful is in, in the partner element is trying to develop some kind of a referral system with other people. And don't just expect people to give stuff to you. Look, develop a good referral plan with them. And that can be a per percentage. Um, I've, I've created my own representatives. I mean, hired people and had them become representatives of the company. And sometimes it's a, a base, but a lot of times it's a commission. Maybe it's a referral program with another company. Um, and we offer referrals back and forth. That way you are getting money back based on, you know, the effort you put in. But, you know, sometimes the relationship goes along well enough that you just drop the referral program. I've done that with a couple of companies. And I don't mean drop it to be rude or mean. We both looked at each other. like, you know, we're just both sending each other good referrals. It's so tough to keep track of everything that we just decide that, okay, we're, we're just going to drop it. And that's happened a couple times, and, and that's fine. There, you know, it's just a, because we have a good relationship that we're going to drop this referral program and let it go. You know, developing a company, your own company, a creative company, into six figures is not that hard. Break it down. You know, break it down to how, how many thousands of dollars per month you need to make. Understand how much work you do and how many 
how much work you have to do to get that. And you may notice that when you go to so many networking events or maybe so many blog posts or so much activity in the marketing element, maybe direct mail or email, that you get so many clients back or opportunities. Well, keep track of that. That's where that journal element's really helpful, keeping track of all the things that have worked through the years. Sometimes you need to just go back and look back through, um, even if you don't have a journal, but maybe write down and say, look, you know, last year, the year before, what were some of the things that I was doing that worked? And then I stopped doing. You know, we often will stop doing the things that work. Um, I, th- I found sometimes just because we're a ner- little nervous. Sometimes we get a little nervous about the success. You say, okay, things are going along really well here. And if you're a creative like I am, you don't like to be boxed in. And so sometimes when your business is going really well, you feel like, okay, if I add a few more clients, I'm just going to be boxed in. If I work a few more days a week, I'm just going to be in this box and going to be working so hard that I can't have the freedom in life that I enjoy. And that can happen, but you can't allow that. You, you can't make those decisions until you get to the point in which you're truly comfortable as an artist and as a creative. And then at that point, you can start saying, okay, I'm going to pull back. I'm not going to accept everybody as a client. I'm going to accept the people who respect me as my, in my work, um, the people who appreciate the services or products that I offer, and are willing to pay my price. And that sometimes it takes a little bit longer. And sometimes we take on those customers that are, you know, just a little more demanding than we re- would really like. But as you grow, you can start being a little pickier. And again, that gives you a little more peace of mind because you don't have the stress of those clients. So there's a, there are a lot of advantages of going after um, a, a higher level. Wherever you find yourself now, you know, just decide right now, maybe as we look into 2019, that maybe, maybe it's a good time to maybe increase your business by 25 or 50%. It, take a look. Did you increase your business last year to this year by 25%? Well, then maybe this year you'll go for 35 or 50%. Work just a little bit harder and, and figure out, think back. How did you get those first clients? We all got them somehow. And maybe it was a referral. Well, how can you do a better job at getting those referrals? Maybe you stopped doing the things you were doing in the very beginning. That is very common too. We get some work and, you know, we just kind of like, oh, that was lucky. You know, friends and family referred me and I found a few people or someone that I know or somebody who worked with me at one time had an opportunity. Well, guess what? Those opportunities are still there. You're just not digging into them. And that, that's also another way to uh, develop your business and grow your business. Okay, here we go. That's it. Uh, thank you so much for joining me. I will talk to you next week on Monday. I will put a note. Uh, make sure you hit the bell icon so you're notified when I have a live stream set up. And I have uh, some videos ready to go for you this week. So I'm looking forward to sharing them with you. And uh, if you have video ideas, topics that you want me to cover, please make sure you put them in the comments and uh, we'll talk to you later. Thank you.